You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. No, 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 I'm going to take him onto my boat. His boat is nicer, but I'm not going to put the captaining responsibilities on him. He is just hanging out. He's going to act as ballast and just drink beer and hang out and uh, enjoy a nice Sunday afternoon, I think, on Lake Wabisa. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. We are live from Wild Rock Golf Club for the Easter Seals golf outing. What a fantastic day for golf. What a fantastic cause. Uh, we're thrilled to be out here. We've had an opportunity to really see what the folks at Easter Seals do for uh, members of our community and really happy to be out here to support it. Matt Hamilton, you're out here as well. Uh, I think you signed some autographs. You've been driving around handing out some free beverage coupons thanks to our friends at Frank. Uh, and you can get a uh, Coors Light or Miller Light thanks to them. They've been donating those drinks out here, Matt Hamilton. So what a perfect day for golf and a perfect day to raise some money for an amazing charity. Yeah, I mean, you can't beat it. We got a little breeze here, but that's keeping the temperatures down. Like, this is a perfect day for golf. And the sun's shining, wind's blowing. Got a nice little scramble setup going on where everybody gets to take a shot. Yeah. It's the perfect It's the perfect golf setup like i love playing this style of golf and because you know you get to play your best shot you get to grip it and rip it you let you can count on your teammates a little bit i being a team player yeah <laughs> this is definitely the style of golf that suits me best and man you cannot beat the venue here at wild rock with the uh the weather we got right now if i could play scrambles at all time i, I would because it's just fun you still get to take your shots no pressure i feel like you play better because you know that someone else can knock some things in but what is the perfect group for a scramble because i was describing it to marissa and i think we're even or maybe one over so far is we have three av- like just normal golfers you're an above average golfer for like the regular folks i think okay so we have three average golfers and marissa Wittes, and myself we've all been hitting taking turns hitting some shots and in a duel I would call him below average. Uh, and so three average golfers with a below average golfer, which means that there are there was only one or two holes where we just didn't have a shot. Otherwise, we're at least, at least able to have something respectable. And realistically, we all just struggled short game-wise. But like when you're trying to put it together, I said if we just had if we just subbed out a duel for one person who can you know, what are you, a 13, 14 handicap? So if we had subbed someone out for someone around a 14 handicap, we'd be in much better shape. Right. And I did find out this weekend I'm a, I'm a 11. Uh, well, you were texting me while I was camping. <laughs> Luckily, you caught me when I was, pu- when I was putting away the, the, the stuff for the camper, so I had a minute to text with you. So, all right, so you've dropped that handicap. Dropped the handicap. Had a good season. Start to the season so far. Let's go. Been in the 80s quite a bit for 18 holes, so that's definitely good for me. I think it's, like you said, it was a little bit above average. But uh, well, I would say I would say that it's like I know that like normal when you say above average, we can ask that question eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. How you get into the show? This is Rutledge and Hamilton live from Wild Rock Golf Course. That's why we are easy and very breezy, Matt Hamilton. Yeah. But the mountains have been blue out here, so you know what to do. And that's crush some Coors Lights. So you can get into the show eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. What handicap makes you an above average golfer? Because I think the average golfer is probably just looking to break 100. Like, that's just like an average golfer. Like, if you're just playing, like, just to pick up, like, I'm going to try to play 10 times a year, 
I just want to break 100, maybe get to a 90 a couple times by the end of the year. Like, that to me is average. And then, but that, because I'm kind of, there's a large group of people who, like Alex Strofe, golfs maybe twice a year. Right. And then, I mean, I think a duel, maybe, you know, golfs five or six. And then you probably golf, you know, I have no idea how many. Oh, man, I'm at least 11 rounds this summer. Yeah, so, and that's a lot of times that's a round, that's a whole summer for folks. So yeah. that's why I would say you're above average. Now, if you're trying to play in the pool of people who are, golfing as much as you do, then maybe you're average or slightly above average, but I would say for the golfer pool, yeah. you're above average. Right. So, it's funny you say that. I, uh, I'm i not one who likes to practice, right? Yeah. So, for Father's Day, Sunday, yeah. I get a text from a buddy. Now, mind you, not great at reading, but he did send me a text and not an email, so good for him. Yes, for that, that's me. good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, he sends me a text. He's like, hey, I got, I'm thinking about golfing Saturday or Sunday. I'm sure he threw a date in there. I yeah. actually I know he threw a date in there, but I'm going to bury that lead right now. <laughs> and I was like, hey, sounds good. Sunday, I think Sunday would work best for me. Yeah. Uh, I find out Pops is out of town for Father's Day, so I'm off the hook. There you I'm go. taking him out on the water like uh, like the intro uh, insinuated. Yeah. And I show up to University Ridge for our 8.15 tea time. I go in and check in. I'm like, yeah, I'm part of the 8.15. And he's like, everybody's checked in for that. I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, maybe I was a late addition. Uh, Basically, after about 10 minutes of chatting with, again, since this is my home course, I know the guy. His name's Kyle. He was running the desk. He goes, Matt, uh, I, I did a little bit more looking, and if I found out your tea time is on Saturday or Sunday uh, at 8.15 in two weeks. <laughs> so I ended up just going down to the driving range and practicing, yeah. which I'd re- I hate yeah, doing, yeah, right? Yeah. So this is the best part's coming. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, but Stro, how on brand for Matt Hamilton is this so far? Hundred percent, hundred and ten percent, Jimmy. Yes. All right. <laughs> so I show up two weeks early. For my Father's Day, checked out. I mean, your dad is out Absolutely. of town. Absolutely. But still, you are just going wrong. <laughs> checked out. Wrong day. It is not even the best part. So right. I go and practice, have a pretty good little range session. Kind of bummed because I'm not golfing because yeah. I was hitting it well. Yeah. Go up on the putting green. I finished my last because, like, University Ridge sets up like a little mini nine hole, basically a mini putt course on their putting green. Yeah. The last two holes, I dropped the putts like 15 to 30 footers, right? Yeah. So, the yeah. good ones. Yeah. So, I'm like, oh man, I'm, I wish I was golfing today. So, I went home. I go home and I'm changing out of my golf clothes. I realize I put my underwear on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so, no, wait, it gets better. <laughs> So I knew I had a tea time yeah. for sure, for sure, yesterday, Monday, yeah, the day off. So I was getting dressed for golf, and I remembered how good of a driving range session no. I had. So I put my underwear on backwards and went golfing. And how'd you do? I played great. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Matt Hamilton golf tricks. Put your underwear on backwards. Yeah, so normally, I, I feel like it's just normal golf things. Yeah. Like whatever you feel like you should do you should do the opposite so i just started it before i even got to the golf course like literally when i got changed for golf i decided to put my underwear on backwards and i did not have a great front nine to the point where i considered at the (laughs) turn going into the clubhouse and flipping them around Perfect. (laughs) but i actually had just a fantastic back nine and now i'm so like i'm so like conflicted on whether i should just go to golf with backwards underwear every time (laughs) you have to so the question is, yes, 
Yes, for sure. Now, does it go into the rest of your life? Like for good radio shows, does the underwear go on backwards? Maybe. They're on normal right now, and this is not good radio. <laughs> for, for, for curling, like if you guys are struggling, is it a – is it a slump buster? It might have just opened up a whole new world of possibilities. So, but folks, <laughs> we're going to break the news now that if Team Schuster wins a gold medal in the future, it's going to be because Matt Hamilton. <laughs> backwards has, underwear. Right? And you'll Not have, even inside out, just backwards. So you, might, you might have to even like. <laughs> it's so, it was so uncomfortable. I, I never even noticed. <laughs> I bet. So the other question, like you have to like trial and error this then too. Of like, with, well, as you take it to curling, yeah. you take it to other parts of your life. Like, just true. if it works for you, maybe it works for John or anyone else in the team as well. Like, you heard it here first, right? <laughs> you kind of bleed it into it. The secret to your success is backward underwear. <laughs> oh man, that's fantastic. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. What weird superstitions do you have? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Matt Hamilton, newly acquired, new newly acquired. <laughs> <laughs> Weird superstition of wearing your underwear. Yeah, if backwards. you want to perform at your best, just wear your underwear backwards. There you go. That is the new theory. And I do want to throw this out there because I, I did get out of Father's Day. Yeah. At least having to be present. Um, but I was a good son. Yep. And I, me and my sister coordinated to book him a little fishing trip when he was up north and he went out with a guide uh went fishing caught a bunch of walleye nice and so he got he got a good little because he's he's not really like a fisherman he doesn't like sitting and fishing he likes catching so i figured if we got him a guide he would be more inclined to go out and go fishing or like he enjoys fishing only when they're biting you know what I mean? Yes. Otherwise, he is absolutely, like, miserable out on the boat. So it was very nice for us to be able to go out and make sure you got a guide, get to put him on some fish. So let me ask you that question. So do you fish much off of your boat? How much of your boat is leisure? How much is this, is fishing when you're I'd boat? say, like, 98% is leisure. Thank you. 2% so is fishing. We were out at Governor Dodge. We were camping, and we were the kids were swimming, and I was sitting on the beach talking to my wife, and some guys went by in a boat. It was, you know, you can only, like a trolling motor. You can't, yeah. no wake there. And I said, that looks like the worst time anyone could have in their life. Like, they're just floating down the river, fishing, just two dudes. Like, I was like, I, I would rather just jump off the boat. And, <laughs> like, it looks horrendous. It looks like the most boring thing that could ever happen to a human being. She's like, well, you want a boat, though? And I'm like, I don't want a boat to fish. I want a boat for leisure. Right. But she was surprised. I'm like, I don't want to fish at all off this boat. I mean, maybe, like. One, if yeah. I have people that want yes. to fish, I'm not going to suggest right. it. Right. If yeah, if we're out on the water for all day and you want to fish for 30 minutes of it, fine. Like yeah, the level of fishing that me and the girls and my wife have is not very high. Like throw it in. Half their fishing poles are weird colors of right. purple and green or whatever. About so. three times a year <laughs> right. is all I got for like proper fishing. Right. Exactly. Or I'm gonna go out on a boat. I'll put a vest on and look like Bill Dance. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't think so. Those are the only two like. No, maybe it's different. Every summer, I go up to this one cabin yeah. where we just crush bluegill. Okay, and I—that's like one of the times where I will sit in this dinky little boat, and it, yeah, we're gonna look like two miserable dudes just fishing, but it's <laughs> a blast because the mountains are always blue out there. That is true. I also have, you know, because we out in the morning, best time for fishing. Well, the best way to start your morning is a delicious line of Kugel summer shandy. There you go. Out on the water. That's a gold medal type of Tuesday. That's a definitely a gold medal type of Tuesday. And you cannot beat all the delicious flavors line of Kugels has to offer. Whether you're going out fishing, hanging out by the campfire with some friends, or just chilling on the beach or the boat, 
Line of Kugels has the flavor for any moment. For close to 150 years, Line of Kugels has been staying true to their German roots. Also sprinkling in a little bit of Wisconsin flair to their beers, and that's been around for a very long time, 150 years plus. And if you're looking for delicious beers like Weiss's, Box, IPAs, they got the delicious, the delicious Lemon Honey Light, which is only 90 calories. Uh, if you're looking for that light beer option with a bold, great flavor of lemon, uh, and all, all, all sorts of stuff. Line of Kugels, you can't go wrong. So go get it wherever you get delicious beer. And remember, you need, need to be 21 years or older to enjoy. I want to talk about this next. Do you want to know what? I always say sometimes people are wish casting. This is an example <laughs> of it. Uh, Pete Bukowski retweets Pat McAfee. And Pat McAfee is saying, in all things coming up, Jordan Love, defensive player is super positive. I call that wish casting because the reporters out there have said, eh, not that great. But his wish-casting logic here is great point from two former players. If Jordan Love wasn't playing well, the defensive players like Jair, who gassed Love, would not be coming out and supporting him in the way they have. Yes, they absolutely would have. I will give you a long list of defensive players who come out in support of every crappy Bears quarterback (laughs) for the beginning of time. I'm sorry, Matt. If someone is playing good or bad on Team Schuster, you're going to give the same damn quote because you don't want to lead anything into it for anyone to know. That's true. All right. We'll talk about that on the other side. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Good today. Looking good because I'm rocking my gear from Iron Jack. No sweat technology, Matt. That's what I love about it. And uh, look, I it's warm out here today, but no I'm not feeling technology. it. No stink technology. You no, still right. might sweat, right, but right. you know what? Iron Jack's sweat, got right. your back. The sweat does not. That was the point, though. Is like I'm sweating. I don't even smell it, so I forgot that I sweat. <laughs> you love the folks. I love the folks over at Iron Jack. That's right, and that's all thanks to their silver ion technology. The silver is antimicrobial, antibacterial, kills 99.9% of odor-causing bacteria. If you want to find awesome Iron Jock gear made here in Wisconsin, you can. You can go online to ironjock.com to get your order today. And there's 25% off all orders right now. First 80 orders receive two Summerfest tickets as well. Um, that's for orders over $75. Go to ironjock.com. Get gear out with the best gear Wisconsin's got to make. And check out some great music performances uh, with Summerfest with this great deal they got going on right now. First 80 orders receive two Summerfest tickets. That's orders over $75, and you get 25% off. The code is FEST23. That's F-E-S-T-23. Go to ironjock.com to get your gear today. I'm going out to Summerfest on Saturday, and I'm excited to see they got a little setup over there. So I'm excited to see the folks over at Iron Jock. They had that little hole-in-one contest yep. last weekend. Yep, That's, I think they're doing it throughout. So for like five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Ten bucks for three shots. Yeah, so total. Uh, and I've seen that out there at, at Summerfest grounds. It's a really fun one to watch and participate in. Uh, you know why not? You know, have, you know, throw ten dollars at it. 
But also, you and I are going to be doing a remote at Hometown Pharmacy in Wanakee with the, the folks from Iron Jock. Uh, Chimray DK is going to be there. That's yeah. coming up in July. We'll give you further details on that. But we're looking forward to that as well. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Speaking of that and yeah. Iron Jock and their hole-in-one contest, yeah. I was bopping around here, right? I yeah. showed up about 1 o'clock, started bopping around, passing out free drink tickets. Yeah. I stopped off on one of the par threes. must have been the fifth, sixth hole. And uh, it's a beat the pro. They yes. have a little shot over the water, right? Yep. The two guys hit. They go to try and beat the pro. Neither of them do it. Two ladies in their group come up. One of them kind of chunks it in the water. The second one goes up, stripes it, right? Yep. One hop, rolls, clink. Hole in one. Wow. So I actually witnessed a hole in one today. And not only that, she they paid their $100 for the, the beat the pro to win a prize if yeah. you do. Yeah. She beat him with a hole in one. It that- was so cool to see. I've only ever seen two holes and hole in ones. Nailed it. So that's pretty incredible. That is fantastic. That's a great story. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of great games going on here with the Easter Seals uh, over here at Wild Rock. But Matt, uh, we'll get into. Do you want to talk about Jordan Love's unfortunate viral moment? Yeah, that's what I have to no, call. No, no. I want to talk about it. our friend Jair and Pat McAfee. And okay. All that well, we're going to get to this. Let's get to Jordan Love. Okay. But I think we got to start because you let us into it. Yeah. And I've been just itching. All right. I want to talk about Pat McAfee and this, this, these comments some of these defenders have been making. And 844-770-3776. It's not specific to Jordan Love. It's just in general, you cannot believe what the players are saying. Honestly, specifically, Matt on the record about a teammate, especially one that's not proven. I will maintain that to the day I die. Because all I, I look, I could go down to ChicagoBears.com and I will find, I think, Jaquan Brisker. Plenty of Bears defensive players are talking up Justin Fields, too. I'm taking that with a giant, massive, uh, Simden Chevy truck-sized grain of salt <laughs> uh, with everything they're saying. Because otherwise, you're just functionally willingly sticking your head in the sand and believing everything that every person is going to tell you. You are gullible beyond the belief if you're believing what players are saying about a young player trying to prove themselves publicly because also all we've seen, everyone defending Jordan Love being ripped as far as the media saying he's been up and down, oh, it's not even pads. So which is it? How can he look good if it's just – if it's not pads, but how can he look bad if it's the only pads? My point being, of course, Jerry Alexander and other defensive players are going to say that Jordan Love looks well because if he, they didn't, good God, the whole thing is on fire. I think Jordan Love's going to be fine, but I will take zero. I take zero confidence and zero credibility in what those players are saying because, of course, they're going to say that. I'm not saying that it means he's going to be bad. I'm just saying they're not going to say otherwise. Yeah, I just I wish there was a little bit more realness to it. So when Jair Alexander goes out and says that Jordan Love is the best quarterback in the league, like, first of all, we got to take a step back and remember that there's Patrick Mahomes out there. There's Lamar Jackson. There's Josh Allen. There's Joe Burrow. Best in the league is a bold, bold statement. Now, I love hearing that you've got your teammates are in your court and your teammates want to pump you up and want to make you feel better. But this, to this point, he, he almost put a target on Jordan Love's back. Like, if Jordan Love doesn't go out and play great, you're, we're going to be looking at Jair thinking, like, what the heck were you seeing? What, why would you even go out and say that we've got the best quarterback in the league when he's not even proving to be in the top half? So I, I think this is putting a little bit of unwarranted pressure on uh, 
Jordan Love, and you know Jordan can thank Jair for this, and hopefully he's able to overcome and play well. So let's hear from Jair. Your leadership has grown. QB one, man. Come on, man. Let's keep you in the lead right here. What's up, Money? Now tell him stop trying me, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, there's Jerry Alexander. Funny though, now, I bad. would like to give you this quote from let's, I'm going to play a little game. Both of you guys can chop, chime in here, too. We'll play. We'll keep it quick. Uh, Alex, you can hop in on this. July 3rd, 2018. I have a quote from a great defensive cornerback talking about a trash quarterback. Do you want to guess what quarterback it is? 844-770-3776. Matt and Alex, you each get one guess. So I'm going to give you who it was. Go ahead, okay, Matt. What's the quote? It's 2018. I can't give you the oh, quote. Okay. Well, here's what I mean. I, I can tell you who it is. I, th- I think I probably know. Okay, go it's ahead. It's got to be Peanut Tillman with Mitch Trubisky, right? I'm going to say 2018. That was the year that – wasn't Josh Rosen traded that year? I used to look it over my phone because no. this is it. Cardinals rookie quarterback Josh Rowan blew <laughs> Patrick Peterson's mind in minicamp. Blew his mind. I nailed it. Blew nice. his mind. Wow. Put Jordan Love in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and Patrick well, Peterson's no slouch. Right. Here's a better one for you. Same year. Same year. Another crappy quarterback, this time in the AFC. Give it to me, folks. Strofe, you got a guess? In the AFC? Yeah. In 18. 2018. Hmm. I do not have a guess. Uh, let's see. 18. Who is on the Texans in 18? That was Deshaun. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Um, State of Florida. State of Florida. Oh, oh, Tannehill? Was Tannehill still? Tannehill. Jalen Ramsey rips other quarterbacks in the conference, praises the play of Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Boom! Chalk it up! Jordan Love! You mean former Packer quarterback, Blake Bortles? Packers legend. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. People are drunk right now. I literally opened up Twitter. Christian Watson has a higher ceiling than Justin Jefferson. People are drunk on green and gold Kool-Aid today. What is happening? I could go for some green and gold Kool-Aid. I agree. That sounds good right now. Sounds fantastic. Well, apparently everyone else is drinking it. Yeah, and, you know, again, like I said, I'm here for pumping up your team, but you have to do it realistically. You can say Jordan Love is better than everyone is giving him credit for. That is – that, to me – makes a bigger statement than someone saying he's the best in the league. And I will say, now hearing Jair, that was definitely like in jest. Right, like yes, he was right. he, he might not he, he's, he's definitely this saying it with a hint of truth. He's yeah. like Jordan Love is a good quarterback. But he's saying best in the league because it sounded like Jordan Love was standing right there. Yes, he's messing with him. He's just throwing flowers in his feet. It's fluffing him up. And And that's that's fine. You want your team to do that. I have no problem with Jair Alexander saying it. I have a problem with people pretending to be media or anything respectable or anything but a thousand percent biased and saying that is fact then because why would a defensive player say something good about his trashy quarterback in the mini camps, otherwise you would just never you just say he's bad or not say anything. The world is littered with quotes of defensive players talking up their trash quarterbacks year in and year out. That doesn't mean anything about Jordan Love's play. What I'm saying is you can extrapolate bupkis from the comments from these players. And yeah. just don't do it to yourself. We are in silly season times fifteen, Alex Strofe. They just go over the top. Yes. Yep. But that's fine. Players go over the top. Pump your guys, break, pump them up. Give it all that. Just how can you, and fans, eat it all up. But how could you pretend to be anything but a fan 
if you are taking any of that as gospel. <laughs> That's my point. Like, good Lord. Have you ever heard of this thing called a fan blogger? That's where God. you can take it as gospel oh, Jim, and why do you get upset? why yeah. to love it. Jim, why do you get upset with fan bloggers? Because they put crap like that <laughs> out there just to drive clicks to their website to get more Google ads. People pull, oh, ESPN, just doing clickbait. ESPN gets paid no matter what. You go to ESPN every day. Nobody's going to stupidpackerswhatever.com to read your crap unless you're pumping up crap like this. And why would you read this? I don't read any fan bloggers. If I saw some Bears fan blogger trying to tell me that Justin Fields is going to be great because Jaquan Brisker said Justin Fields is good, I'm immediately not reading that article because that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, God. Oh Cognitive. Just use your brain, folks. Applies to every team. <laughs> I agree. Be I excited mean, about your player, but God, you can't just oh, Jair Alexander says he's good, so he's good then, huh? Be excited, but don't be excited. Jim Rutledge. Be excited. Don't be an idiot. Yeah, Stephen A. It. Rutledge. You know, I think we just got to go back to what Matt LaFleur said and just temper expectations a little bit. Just have some hope. And, again, I don't have a problem with Jair or any of the defensive players pumping him up. They Especially should be doing that. in that context. Yes, but right? even at all. I don't have a problem with Patrick Patterson any of those guys. Pump him up. Talk it into existence. What You're not going to do the opposite. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell, Jordan Love is garbo. <laughs> right. What do you think Patrick Patterson is going to say? Josh Rosen is going to be historically one of the that worst first-round draft picks of all time. I'm confident that if anybody on the Packers' defense – you know, like two years ago, would have said that Aaron Rodgers is washed. He would have put it like a chip on his shoulder. True. So, like, I th- maybe it could work. What's maybe, the opposite? Maybe Jair should go out and be like, Jordan Love is booty. <laughs> <laughs> What's the opposite of like washed? That's you a booty, even, like, Jim. You haven't even like done anything. <laughs> uh, just green. I Pre-washed. Guess. I don't green. even know green. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I just sorry. I just can't. I have no problem with fans getting excited about stuff, but anyone that tries to prop themselves up as anything remotely close to reporting or media trying to take platitudes from a defensive player talking about his teammate publicly as anything but a defensive player talking about his teammate publicly, I just can't take you seriously. Are you referring <laughs> to something in particular? I said it last segment. Pete Bukowski quote-tweeted Pat McAfee and said, you know what, you got to take this as something. it got to mean something that two defensive players have talked up Jordan Love. got to mean he's going to be good. Yeah. It's, it was a little excessive, especially given the quote from Jair, and then you read what that guy says. It, he, like – he Alex strove it. He he lacked the, he lacked the ability hey. to put together the context of the situation. So Alex, I'll give you this a little bit. Zach Morley, friend of the show, mm-hmm. was out here, and uh, he's like, "Are you golfing with Strofe? Because I gotta see this golf game." <laughs> <laughs> I'm damn good. Uh, I said, I said, unfortunately, then I had to kind of explain it away. He's like, "Okay, I get it, I get it." I said, "Hey, he just got in his thoughts a little bit, and then <laughs> you know, and then it happened again yeah, five then, minutes later." Did you tell you him know, it wasn't as bad as it seemed? That, that golf strofe dysfunction can happen to anyone, Alex. Performance anxiety is nothing to be ashamed of, and yes, it can happen now. No, 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 don't be smart. I don't, I don't know what it feels like, but Matt, I'm sure it can happen to anyone. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I just straight up whiffed on a golf ball, let alone eight times in a row. But Strofe, all right, I think it it's time to go to break, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll come back. We'll talk about Jordan Love's comments, which again, not Jordan Love's fault, except for maybe. Be more aware <laughs> of who you are. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Be dancing, the pain away, the pain away. 
So setting the stage here, Jordan Love and Justin Fields and Deshaun Watson were out in France trying to grow the game of football. And Alex Strofe, we're going to get to the Jordan Love cut here in a second. Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton with you. I feel like you're the most connected on this because I kind of, by the time I caught up on it, I already kind of was aware that, one, it was a weird cut, and two, weird circumstances for it. But you kind of had it happen in real time. And again, back to the stupidity of fan bloggers. They were trying to run with this. Because initially, let's hear the quote from Jordan Love. And then let's all admit that if this was trash talk, which it was not, was one of the worst pieces of trash talk of all time. Thankfully, it was not. Happy let's Father's Day to uh, all the Bears fans out there. Go Pack Go. Thanks, son. I don't understand what that was. Like, when I saw that, I was like, I don't get it. I don't get what's supposed to be happening here. And I saw some Packer fan bloggers run with it. Like, oh, damn. Like, this guy got him. And I was like, got what? He just called us his dad. Yeah. But that was not the case, Alex. So please reset then a little bit of where we're at with this Jordan Love clip. Yeah, I was also very confused. I thought he he meant to say thank you for all the – Father's Day wishes, Bears fans, right? That's what I hoped he would have said. But I, so he was in France, as you mentioned, Jimmy, with with Deshaun Watson and Justin Fields, who I I, I don't like the fact he's hanging out with either of those guys for we very different reasons. Yeah. But uh, that's beside the point. And um, so I guess a French Bears fan asked him to record a message for his friends, and just said, "Can you say Happy Father's Day to Bears fans?" And that was it. And he he hung out with a Bears fan, got a picture with him, and uh, that's pretty much the story. Not much to it. Right. I appreciate that there's more context to it than what we saw originally. But also, and this is just a learning experience for Jordan Love, he's got to be a little more aware. Not that he'd be like, oh, no, I'm not going to do it. But, like, he's got to, like, whether it's start the video or, like, hey, I'm doing this for a friend or doing this to favor. Like, you got to understand, Jordan Love, that that video, unless you trust this person to keep it 100% and everyone in the group keep it 100% in-house – is not a video you should be cutting. Like, Matt, you would not do something like that for, like, another Team USA team or a a foreign team. You know, like, no matter how much you want, like, you are part of what's the the website that you can get Cameo. Yes. You're probably at least aware that you're not going to cut a Cameo that's like, hey, this is Matt Hamilton here. I'm John Schuster's daddy. Like, you're not going to cut that, even if it is. Yeah, I definitely have had a Cameo where I was sent uh, a, like, a script and I did not agree with what was said in the script and just canceled and told him I couldn't do it. So, yeah. Yes. But, yeah. What was in the script? Jordan Lo- uh, I think it was just – it was a political thing. It didn't align with my political views, so I wasn't going to say it. That's all. Oh, that was a lot less boring than I was hoping it would be. Or a lot more, boring, more boring, rather. More yeah. Boring. yeah, it wasn't anything, like – Extravagant. Extravagant, yeah. They, they, I think it was, like, some party, and it was some sort of, like, fundraiser, and they like, basically wanted me to – uh, align Go. with their party. Yeah. So I'm proud of you for actually, not being a sellout because I, I don't think that's how I would handle that. I think anybody Matt, could wait. pay me money to do anything. And I would. Matt, uh, what is your cameo fee? It's like 40 bucks. Matt, you, oh, Alex, really? you sell that's out hands? for $40? No, I wouldn't sell out for $40. I, I, bucks. Like, yeah, I like figured there'd be a couple Matt. zeros on there. Now I get like 25 of it. No, the cameos, me. like. Honestly, unless you're going for like major stars, they're not. It's not exorbitant. Yeah, I mean, if I figure I'm going to make you a one-minute video, you know, thirty seconds to a minute, 
I can't charge too much. I, see, I, I I figured this would be like a, a couple hundred bucks at least. Well, again, they were trying to work. Whoever this was was trying to work the system. Because oh yeah, <laughs> you can't do that. I'm I'm team Matt. I take everything I said back. Yeah. So because uh, there's two parts to it. One, if you don't align politically, that's one part of it. But then two, like you're trying to use this as like some sort of like like part of like your presentation. Like like cameo's supposed to be like, hey, my my friend's a big curling fan, and I want Matt to cut a happy birthday video for yeah. him. Here's forty. You know, I'll send them forty bucks instead of getting them uh, some other tchotchke they don't need. I'll just get a video they can have. So I will say though, too, and I want to kind of touch on this whole situation. Strofe, you said you did not like that Jordan Love was out here. I want to get back Justin to that. Fields, yes, right. Correct. Do you want, well, we can go somewhere else. No, I like that. I like yeah. That. So, I, and I'm just curious as to your thought process on it because I want to give you my point of my perspective, but I kind of want to hear your perspective first. I don't want Justin Fields and Jordan Love being friends. It's as simple as that. They're enemies. It's the biggest rivalry in football. I do not want those two chumming it up together. If my ideal situation at this football camp in France was Jordan Love's working in one end zone, Justin Fields is working in the other end zone, and Deshaun Watson's working at the 50-yard line, I'd rather Jordan Love be closer vicinity to an awful human being than his arch rival. <laughs> that is a very interesting so, take. Let so. me throw out uh, 844-770-3776. Do you want Justin Fields and Jordan Love to be chummy? Chummy. chummy. Or do you want them to be enemies? How do you want to word it? Are you mad that Justin Fields and Jordan, Loves are fr- uh, Jordan Love are friends? That's not the first thing to be honest. Are they friends? They are friendly. Friendly. Yeah, I know they. So the, the the connection here is all three of those guys share an agent. Um, they, but it's not the first thing I understand. Like they work out together, right? And they have the same agent, so like obviously yes. that I, that likely plays into the relationship, right? Yeah. Right, but I, because you have the same agent, that's not uncommon. Look at most a lot of coaching staffs are filled with guys who have totally. similar agents. So I would say, how do we want to word it? Uh, what word do you want to use? Friendly, chummy. I'll figure it out when you guys talk to Jason Wilde coming up next. How's that sound? All right. All right. We'll get to that. Uh, Matt, we'll get your takes after. We can ask Jason Wilde about it. We'll get your take after on the other side. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. You can go be a winner, though. You can go do Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison and go be a winner. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, a finalist for Best of Madison Radio Team. Vote at Channel3000.com. People really like this show.